0: Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. Today is just going to be a short little audio, and this is an audio from a video that I released this morning on the YouTube channel dealing with scoffers and false prophets in the last day, and uh, it comes from the second epistle of Peter. So it's just a short conversation about that, but for those of you who uh, listen to the podcast and don't watch, videos on YouTube or on the BitChute channel. Uh, I wanted you to be able to at least have the audio teaching. Uh, so hopefully it'll be a blessing to you. If you would rather just watch the video, you can do that by going to the YouTube channel, but I'm also going to add it to the website. So you could also just go to scriptureandprophecy.com and watch the video, or you can just simply listen to the audio clip uh, from the video that I'm about to play for you now so I pray that you'll be blessed by this it's um, these short little videos is something I'm trying to do every week or every other week uh, just to just to add a little something different um, to the website and uh, hopefully you'll find it um, strengthening and encouraging and maybe even a little convicting all right I hope you enjoy the audio God bless. Good morning, friends, and welcome back to another short video. And today, I actually just want to read some from the second epistle of Peter, uh, the third chapter, specifically dealing with the return of the Lord and that day and the attitudes that'll be present in that day. Now the first thing that Peter does, if you back up a little bit in chapter two, he's warning about false prophets and how they're gonna come along and they they may even be so bad that they don't even acknowledge the Lord um, or they may even deny the Lord Jesus but that they'll be doing things just to try to make merchandise of you. And there's a lot of that going on today, especially when we talk about end time prophecy. So I see two types of false prophets making merchandise of God's people. The first type is what's been going on for a long time, right? You have your prosperity gospel nonsense, you know your best life now type of nonsense that's unbiblical uh, but it sounds good, it tickles the ears, it makes people feel all warm and fuzzy inside and gives them hope and so they buy into it and the false prophets spreading this false gospel make millions. The second one is one that people really don't want to hear necessarily but is a, it has a large part to do with the end times prophecy niches where it's just every month it's a new book it's a new dvd it's you need this if you want to know this mystery and the books are even titled that way right like the mystery of this the mystery of that and then when it doesn't come to pass uh the next thing that uh, they just come out with a new one well we had these dates wrong or it wasn't that shmita cycle it's this shmita cycle and it just goes on and on and on and on and they make merchandise of the people selling their prophecy secrets. So that's the thing. That's one of the things that Peter's warning about first. And now he's in the, and in chapter three, he's going to get to the day of the Lord, what that kind of looks like and what the attitudes of the people will be like. And so I just wanted to quickly cover that with you. And hopefully we can keep this video fairly short. So if we go to chapter three, the return of the Lord, The day of the Lord. Peter says this. He says, This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by the way of remembrance, that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers, walking after their own lust and saying where is the promise of his coming for since the fathers fell asleep all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation now many of us have experienced this right or We're like have you seen what's going on this is like no other time in human history and people will say oh you know these kinds of things have always happened or they'll say oh well Every generation thought it was the last days, right? How many of us have heard that? Oh, well, all generations think that they're living in the last days, and they just blow off the madness that we see in the world. They blow off the fact that it's not just pockets or certain nations anymore, that the things that are developing and happening are on a worldwide scale, right? It's not just this country over here or this little area of the world over here. It's everybody's being impacted by these things economically from a health standpoint, from a food supply standpoint, from a moral decline. I mean, you name the crisis and we're all experiencing it on some level. But that's just like what Peter's saying. He he's saying they'll say, where is the promise of his coming? Like, where is it then? Uh, well, and, and in my mind, when people say, well, all generations have thought this, it's the sa- it's the same thing. Verse five, he says, for this, they willingly are ignorant of, what are they ignorant about? He's getting ready to tell us that by the word of God, the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. He's saying they were, people are ignorant about the flood. Not just that, but the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and the perdition of ungodly men. He's saying people will be ignorant about the past, about God's judgment in the worldwide flood. And then likewise, they're going to be ignorant about the judgment coming, but this time by fire. They're just, they're not going to get it. They're ignorant about both things, but beloved, he's saying, but you church, you follower of Christ, be not ignorant of this one thing that one day with the Lord is as a thousand years and a thousand years is as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness. But as long suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Now, people try to make a thing out of this. Well, it's so a, a day, a thousand, and they try to calculate. That's, that's not what Peter's doing. He's simply pointing out an Old Testament truth that God's version of time and your version of time are different. It's not something to make a chart out of or anything like that. He simply, that's the point he's making. And he's saying, you, because you might be saying, well, where is his coming? Like, why hasn't he done anything? Why hasn't he returned yet? It's been 2,000 years, et cetera, et cetera. And Peter's answer is, his timing is not like your timing. What seems like a long time to you doesn't seem like a long time to God because he's not, he's, he's not confined to time. And the reason why he's taking his time Time, as it appears, is because he wishes that none would perish. He's long suffering. Same reason he doesn't just smack us upside the head every day, right? He's long suffering, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But, verse 10. The day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with a fervent heat, and the earth also the works that are therein shall be burned up. The scriptures are very clear. It's going to come as a shock. It's going to come as unexpected. Just here it is. Boom, here it is. There's going to be a lot of prophecy teachers who are like, well, I thought that we, I thought we, but we haven't got to this place in my chart yet, <laughs> right? But I thought this was supposed to happen first. Your charts, your interpretation of what things are supposed to look like in the end times, worthless. Filthy rags before the Lord. It's going to be a surprise. So don't get caught up in all your special charts and all the things you have laid out. Because God's not going to meet those expectations. Just like he didn't meet the expectations of the people of his day. They had one idea of what Jesus would be doing but he did something completely different. Even though it was prophesied, they didn't understand it until after the fact. All right, so, Peter, I'm gonna wrap this video up. Peter's saying, okay, in light of all this information, what do we do here? Seeing then, that all these things shall be dissolved. In other words, this world is gonna pass away. Knowing that fact, that this is all, all this is just dirt. What? manner of persons ought ye to be. So in light of the fact that Jesus is going to come as a thief in the night, that all this is going to burn up, in light of that information, how should you live? Well, he tells us, what manner of persons ought you to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt away with a fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for a new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. What is our future hope? What are we hoping for for the future? Are we hoping for who's gonna get elected in 2024? Is that where your hope is? That's going to blow up in your face if that's where your hope is. No, we're looking forward to the promise. And what is the promise? It's a new heavens and a new earth and a new Jerusalem and, and where God is among us. And what dwelleth in that situation is righteousness. I'll read verse 14 to end. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that you may be found of him in peace without a spot and blameless. what manner of persons ought you to be and how do you want to be found if Jesus returns right now? in chapter 2 Peter says the Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust into the day of judgment to be punished. that's my video for this morning. Thanks for watching, friends. Thank you for those of you who subscribe uh, to the Patreon page, who donate through PayPal, through the mail, to support the podcast. Um, if, this, if you're seeing this video, there's a podcast that's been going on for eight years uh, where we just do Bible study two to three times a week, usually three times a week. Um, so if you're looking for oh, to be encouraged by God's word, uh, then you're going to want to subscribe to that at scriptureandprophecy.com. Thanks for watching, peace and grace be with all of you, and until next time, God bless.